even <clears throat> even as you wait for me to begin the instructions, you're being aware, right? Practicing awareness. You know what's being known. So that we're not really waiting to begin, we're just continuing with the awareness from having walked in here and sat down with full awareness. And whether your eyes are open or closed, or you're using a primary object like the breath, or just sitting here with no other intention, there's awareness of the way things are, for me, for now. Being careful not to try to create some meditative posture in the mind or meditative experience in the heart. Sometimes it seems like we have to construct a moment of mindful awareness by directing our attention to a chosen or the predominant experience of the moment and massaging the mind into it in order to get it. And we can then recognize a clear perception of something being known. Sometimes awareness seems like that. At other times, awareness seems like this big, vast, empty space of the mind in which things appear. The sound of my voice, a cough in the room, sensations in the body. They arise and pass away, leaving this empty space of the mind to receive the next moment. can be helpful to just sit, know that you're sitting and do nothing else but that. Just to see how long it takes or how short a time it takes for awareness to come get you, to find you. 
You may forget the Dharma, but the Dharma won't forget you. So relax the efforting, the choosing what to be attentive to. Trust that something will be known in each moment and it will be recognized. In the field of objects, the most distinct, tangible, the ones that are easiest to locate are sensations in the body. And so quite often they call the attention more forcefully, easy to recognize. Slightly more subtle, but still very distinct and seemingly locatable are sounds in the room and possibly odor if there is one. Also very distinct in time and place. Less distinct, more subtle, and less tangible are thoughts in the mind that just appear spontaneously, not coming from anywhere and not going anywhere. They just arrive full-blown in the mind, not located in the body, not in the head, not in the chest, not in the feet, not in the fingers. And yet, they too can be clearly known and recognized.
less obvious than thoughts, our moods or flavors of the mind, not the strong emotion, but just the subtle moods of a sense of simmering, bubbling, or soothing states of mind. Almost as if it's the background of the mind upon which everything else is projected. And this too can be noticed to be aware of. Just notice, is there a sense of total open acceptance of what is arising in this moment? Or is there a sense of judgment or struggle or resistance to what's arising in this moment? And is there any story in the mind about your experience? Explaining it, figuring it out, justifying it. That's the story, the narrative to be aware of. It's just a story.
Sounds are being known, sensations are being known. Moods are being known, thoughts are being known. Awareness is being known.
Is there awareness of what's happening now?
is awareness being recognized in this moment? Or is the mind absorbed in some experience?
when the mind is in a, in a wholesome state. Um, is it right that, that uh, it's more likely that you have the ability to apply more right energy to, to be mindful? Because I've noticed that when my mind is in a wholesome state, I become lazy. Lazy. Lazy and, and less mindful because I don't, I think it's because I don't think I have to, well, I just, I, I don't have the same energy to be mindful. <laughs> he could answer it, but I will. He just wants some continuity. No, no. I just want to see what you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get his back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing, did you all hear her question? No. So she said about talking about wholesome states, um, is it true that if, if, the, if you recognize the mind is in a wholesome state, you, should, you would be able to apply more energy? But her experience, which is the main thing, is when she recognizes what she thinks is a wholesome state in her mind, she actually feels that she gets lazy, right? Because there's nothing you need to do so much. And, and how do you notice laziness? What's, what's the effect? What happens next? I, I, I notice that I'm less mindful. You notice you're less mindful. And then what happens? <laughs> I, I, rela- I, I relate. I, well, I have through experience learned that I get lazy when I'm in wholesome states of mind. So cool. So you notice the laziness, and then what happens? What does awareness do? What happens? What does awareness notice next? That I'm less mindful. And then what? You're less mindful, and then there's another moment. I, I, I summons up the, the energy to become more mindful. Fantastic. No, fantastic. Do you hear that whole cause and effect relationship? That's the steadiness of awareness of mindfulness that allows wisdom, clear seeing, and appropriate response. All of that is great. So, because there's not one way things are. So, I didn't want to just give a pat answer, a wholesome, this is what should happen, but the fact that you're seeing, what you're calling a wholesome state, I, can you describe what that is? Is it pleasant? Is it quiet? Or what are you calling a wholesome state? It's, um, it's less anxiety. Okay, good. Less anxiety. It's relaxed. Relaxed. Clearer. Clearer. Um, the quality in the mind is like relaxed and clearer. And when you say more relaxed, is it like physically less unpleasantness? And, yes. Okay. So it's pleasant as well, which most wholesome states are. Okay, so I just wanted to bring all that out because the main thing that I'm hearing, first, wholesome can be wholesome, and sometimes, though, it can also simply be pleasant, less unpleasant. And so pleasant, there's some wholesomeness, you're seeing what's happening, it's relaxed. There could also, I don't know, because I'm not there, we just want to keep the awareness going. The awareness notices, ah, this is nice. The mind stops paying so much attention. 
But it is awareness there because there's the awareness notices that. This is where the awareness, the steadiness of awareness allows wisdom to come in by itself. There's the noticing of that. There may be some thoughts about, oh, okay, bring up the energy. That's wisdom at work. That's perfect. Nothing you have to do. So I wanted to just really bring that out first. And with the steadiness of mindfulness, we'll learn more and more the cause and effect and how things happen and see that wisdom can bring things back into balance by itself as we start to learn that. You see, so I just wanted to say that. And there's always going to be fluctuations. So that's one piece. Another piece, and it could be a completely different thing. I'm just putting out different possibilities. There's no one way. But that one thing we can also notice when we get into wholesome or, or basically pleasant, calmer, more peaceful, when we've been kind of struggling, as you say, with, with, with difficult. Like, so it, it's wholesome in that it's calmer, but it's just, got, oh, it's nice, it's pleasant. And then the habit of mind of, let's just wallow here a minute. <laughs> right? That comes up. Thank God, you know, less anxiety. Thank God, it's a subtle, this is it. I'm just here, yeah. So that's a good place. Delusion could come in, and for you, that didn't happen at that moment. Delusion can come in and go, yeah, this is great, and the clinging and the attachment. And that's when we get really disappointed when it goes away. So what I hear for you is wisdom was at work. Clear, steady awareness was at work, you know. The habit of, oh, let's just wallow. And then there was the awareness noticing, mm, less energy. Mm, more energy came in. Great. Trust that. <laughs> now I got something to say. Now it's too late. Too late. That was a definitive answer. <laughs> that, that was good. That was good. That's not the way I would have answered no. it. That's good. That's good. You see what we have to live with each other. <laughs> But Sayadaw Tejaniya says, and I've, I've recognized it myself too, that when there's wholesome qualities in the mind, patience, calm, tranquility, balance, non-reactivity, clarity, a lot of faith, uh, or any of those kind of experiences, we want to recognize them and be as mindful of them as we are of the defilements. Because... To be aware of the defilements weakens them. That was my whole talk last night. <laughs> I, was t- I was telling her about my listening to her talk last night. I w- Let me spare you. Anyway. <laughs> I wasn't bobbing and nodding too bad, was I? It was one of those spaces, you know. But that the wholesome, when you are aware of the wholesome states of mind, it strengthens them. So we want to be sure to recognize the wholesome states of mind, too.
Thank you for your comment. We, Carol mentioned that last night, actually, after the talk, that there was a lot of uh, reference to Saito Tejaniya's teachings. And I think it is important to distinguish the teacher from the teachings. You know, because there are, you know, all of these teachings are really in the lineage of the Buddha's teachings and different teachers have their angle or have their language or have their way of uh, pointing to the Dharma or the way it is or the way things have come to be. And, you know, sometimes we get on a, we get on a roll and we quote the Dalai Lama a lot or we quote Sayadaw Pandita a lot or we quote Mahasi Sayadaw a lot or we quote in this case, Saito Utejaniya, or Ajahn Chah, or whatever. And I guess the value of that is just to um, kind of document the pedigree of what it is that's being said, you know, and that it is current, or sometimes uh, it just gives a little more... Um, you hear things a little differently, you know, if it's said by Sam, Sam Streetwalker or the Dalai Lama, oh, let me listen a little differently. So there's some of that in play, but also it's fair to attribute, um, in, in this setting, it's fair to attribute um, where the teachings are coming from, which tradition the teachings are coming from. What what you don't recognize, you know, just, just for example, this whole format of Dharma practice, nine-day retreat in silence with sitting and walking schedule like, that's an invention of Western Dharma teachers. That's an invention. And you don't even, you don't hear about who, who formulated that. But we practice within it and it's having as equal or maybe a more powerful conditioning effect on the mind than all the quotes you heard last night. So a lot of it, a lot of the conditioning influence of how we hear the Dharma, the format of the practice of the Dharma goes unattributed. But this format didn't just arise out of, they didn't do this at the time of the Buddha. Where did it come from? Who do we attribute that to? Does it matter? Not really. I've come to recognize that, and I've, I've mentioned it a few times, I don't know if I've mentioned it here yet, that we in the Dharma field, the, the, the Dharma presenters, are just shameless thieves. We take teachings from anybody, anywhere, at any time, that serve the purpose of pointing to the truth. And it, they might be a Buddhist teacher, or they might not, but Nevertheless, there are a lot of articulations of um, the truth and how to perceive the truth or how to recognize the truth. And just some, some people have a real facility and sometimes we have more um, more influence from one than the other. All that being said in, in the form of justifying what we're doing. Um, when you hear and you have the reaction of uh, irritation and anger, um, what did you learn about 
yourself in that experience. That would be the benefit to you of observing you know, the anger, the conditioning of hearing that or hearing the name Utejaniya and then having that reaction and what do you learn about yourself? Not what do you learn about Carol or what do you learn about Utejaniya, but what do you learn about yourself? That would be the way to use that experience for self-knowledge. Yeah. I'm attempting to do that, but I also think there is an objective view that it bears, it bears looking into the pre- that kind of a presentation. I... In other words, I still, I, 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 it was a powerful, it was a good teaching for me. I watched myself, it was uncomfortable. I made plans for leaving, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but, um, I have a, for better or worse, I have an investment in IMS being, um, for lack of a better, a fair representation of the Dharma, an equal representation of the Dharma, and uh, I, I trust, I trust that about IMS. And uh, I guess last night a lot of doubt came up about, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't trust so much IMS and you know the quality of the teaching and how how they're what, what the teachers' experiences. So I think uh, while it's a, a good le- you know it's an excellent learning lesson for me, there is some something else that needs to be looked at. That's my point of view. Hmm. I think I want I want to I want to try to. I want to say what I heard, what I think I heard, just so that I can accurately represent it to myself and we can discuss it. That you heard that in some ways you're not sure that you heard a fair representation of the teachings of the Dharma last night. Is that? Balance. And not that, not, I mean, not, I just, as I said, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of places that concentrate on, on one teacher and then for instance, it could, you know, this could be the teacher right now that with the full, full enthusiasm of some of the staff, and that might change in a few years, and, you know, and then, well, um, and that, if it's, if it's the Dharma, the, the teaching of the Dharma that's most important in, in any Tanzania or any, any teacher, then um, it's the Dharma that should shine and not the particular teacher because then, you know, for instance, then the, oh, now, oh no, he's no good anymore. Now we're on to another teacher, you know. It's, it's, it wavers a lot. Okay. Yeah, thank you for your comments. Now I want to ask everybody else that's listening, how do you feel? What are you aware of within yourself? having heard this conversation. No, I'm not asking for you to tell me. I'm just wanting you to pay attention to your own feelings so that not 100% of your attention is out there with her or me or the dialogue, but really watching your own experience, being aware of your own experience, your own hearing, your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own reactions, responses, agreement, disagreement, 
you know, picking sides, picking, you know, who's right, who's wrong, you know, da, 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 because the mind does that automatically. That's not even you doing it. The mind will do it automatically. So just to be aware that when you hear that kind of dialogue, this is what's going to happen in your mind. There's going to be a tendency to listen with this critical ear of, I like it, I don't like it, I agree, I don't agree. And just to be aware of that in yourself, that's important. We live in a society, a very pluralistic society, and even a pluralistic Dharma society, if you will. And there's a lot of uh, options. And watching your mind uh, as, it, as it plays with the plurality of uh, possibilities can tend to make the mind very diffuse, dispersed, confused, um, conflicted. But that's only because there's two different points of view. There's still just one experience. That's what you want to be aware of. Okay? So be, monitor your own, with awareness, monitor your own uh, experience. Okay? Thank you. Thank you for your comments and question. Um, today, again, we'll be doing the interviews, the group interviews, and some of you may not know that we're We'll keep seeing you every day or every other day. And so the people that were seen two days ago, that saw me two days ago, will see Carol today. And the people that saw Carol two days ago will see me. So if you haven't checked the board for your name a second time, then do that. Okay? Anything else? Be aware. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.